This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Wow. Way to hit it hard. Yeah, all get right, you all guys. worked up before we kick off. Damn, you know, talk politics for a podcast. It's never good. No. Woo. I don't know. I don't even know where to begin. Well, welcome back, guys. On this fine Thursday morning, we appreciate everyone taking the time to take the drive with us here on the Outdoor Drive Podcast. This is your boy, East Coast Trev, and this is Steve. Yeah, we need yep. to come up with a good name. You know what? Everybody, send us in a good name for Steve. You know, the voice behind the microphone, something. We need to come up with something for Steve. You can't just be Steve. Just Steve, man. I am who I am. Could be like... Uh, the master producer Steve or something crazy. I mean, no, like, no, because I'm a long be something. way from that. You got to be something, Steve. I mean, <laughs> I'm just on. me. I don't need to be any more. I don't need to be any less. All right, you know, you <laughs> been around the world twice. Yeah, killed everyone in the world <laughs> once. I Seen mean, all fifty states. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Uh, and I, I also love your hat, bro. I was yeah, about to like say that. the big target on your forehead is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, I, I walk into stores and people kind of look at me like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, is yeah. it like the, looks <laughs> like Jägermeister. Exactly. That's pretty funny. So, yeah, it's funny. You get some looks, but I was like, yeah, fuck it. I like it. It is badass. Let no someone, question about that. Let someone t- try to take a pop shot at it. The best of luck to you, especially <laughs> where you come from. <laughs> Game on. <laughs> Not a good option. It's, is it an open carry state there? Open carry. Yeah. It's open carry? Yep. And concealed carry with a permit? Yep. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Must be you nice, bro. You don't want to fuck around up here on the mountain. I didn't think so, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's not that's not really the point. I mean, it's like Tennessee. It's an open carry state, too. Ohio's an open carry state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, around here, not you fuck around, you find out. Not Connecticut, man. Everybody's trying to take your guns here. You don't want anybody to know you even have guns. We don't talk about that <laughs> stuff. Nope. Nobody knows nothing over here. We throw spitballs. That's it. You get in fights, you throw a spitball. That's it. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and hopefully it's carrying COVID and you transfer it. Yeah. Well, I don't even go there. <laughs> it's the world of COVID here. It's fucking ridiculous. I don't even know. I, I mean, and how this all transpired was before the podcast. I really didn't know what was going on in the world. I'm in like one mode and one mode only. And I've been like that for what a month now. It's a good place to be, dude. Yep. You start getting caught up in media and all the bullshit and everything going on behind the scenes that nobody is talking about anymore and, you know, is what it is. I haven't had to wear a mask in weeks since I've been home. Yeah. 
I'm in the woods. So like when I go to a store or something, people like yell at me. You got where's your mask? I'm like my mask. What my hunt mask? I'm not wearing a hunt mask. <laughs> like, I mean, like right. what do you want? What do you want from me, man? It's just weird. I don't know. I just on that grind, bro. Like, get up, ass crack at dawn, come home late, go to sleep, get up, do the same thing all over again, dude. It's been uh hell yeah. I tell you one thing. I am like sick to my stomach because it's supposed to be like 25 degrees. We got some snow here today, and I saw it just that. looks absolutely insane. And I can't get out in the morning. I um, got to go to work. Uh, Charles from uh, Whitetail Distraction, he was Snapchatting with me today while we were in the tree. Or yeah, he wasn't actually Snapchatting with me. I'm sorry. I thought I was Snapchatting with him. It was on his story. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe he was Snapchatting. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. I get a little delusional. But uh, he, it was snowing in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And I saw all the snow and I'm like, fuck, man. I wish that was here. It was like 50 degrees today, dude. I was yeah. up in the tree and it was like 50. And I was like, whoa. It was but like. I, 42 degrees or something when we got up this morning and the temp kept dropping and by noon we had snow coming down and then the power went out for two hours because of the wind what and then the power came up and it kept snowing but it all stopped about i don't know an hour and a half ago no shit i wonder if it's coming up this way i'm looking right now yeah it's it's coming your way i think unless it drops off to the coast uh oh well, that's that's fucking news to me. It's supposed to rain tonight. Rain showers early, then clear overnight. Twenty four. But how? I don't understand that. That doesn't make no sense. It's gonna rain and it's twenty four degrees. No, that's not. Yeah, right. that's what they said here today. Is it was supposed to be a light chance of rain, and we ended up getting light snow flurries. Nothing stuck, but light snow fl- flurries for three hours. Oh yeah, here we go. Thirty nine degrees, and then it's dropping down to twenty five. Yeah. Ooh. And that's what's I mean, happening this is, here. This is Tuesday. Yeah. So today's Tuesday, and this is going to release. So in podcast land, it'd be like Thursday. Yeah. So we're but talking right now, Tuesday, Tuesday into Wednesday morning. Wednesday. So yesterday. So, I dude, it's going to be, wow. It's smoking. And tomorrow's opening day of gun season. Oh, don't even get me started on opening oh. day of gun season. That was the I'm most- like awesome miserable hunt i've had this year what oh was gun season start today no our gun season started saturday and oh, that's I, right yeah went out on that public and crept in got set up a little later than i planned my alarm clock did not uh, work the way it was supposed to but i was able to get in at gray light which i think actually worked in my benefit and once i was set up everything was good and at about eight o'clock I had, I, at that point, I think I'd heard 24 shots within Ooh. a mile of me and hadn't seen a thing yet, but I was like, okay, well, this is a, a you know, it's a 15 acre chunk of friggin' public shit's going to pile into here. Cause it's between everything. Everything's going to come here to hide and had does come in sitting right under me. They're hiding in bushes, literally like hiding in the bushes. And I see a little uh, a doe run by, and there's an eight point behind her. And I watch them. They go up. They cross the line. They're on private. They jump a road. And within 30 seconds, boom, boom, boom. And I watch the hillbillies drive down there and load them up in their trucks on the side of the road. By the end of the morning, by 11 o'clock when I got out of the stand, I had heard 42 gunshots. All within 
half a mile of me Jesus at the most. Christ. Like, you know, it's gun season in Virginia. When you drive down the road in the dark and there's cars parked on the side of the road and the guys are sitting in the lawn chairs 20 yards off the road and they're just waiting for shit to walk by. That's how you know it's gun season in Virginia. Wow. Yeah, it was nuts. I can only imagine what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm staying on private tomorrow. I am not going on public land. Um, there's no fucking way. None. Yeah. I, I had thought about it. I was going to go deep, deep, deep in with the shotgun. Cause it, so what happens here is we don't, we don't have a lesser weapon law. So like we can't go into public with a bow and arrow during shotgun season. Once shotgun season rings in, our bow season shuts down. So, like, I can't even bow hunt right now. It is the most irritating thing in the world. And I have, like, two two or three private land spots. That's it. One of them is a bait zone. And then I have two, but they're the same exact parcel, but they're across the street from each other. So, one is 14 acres. The other one's 50 acres. And that's all I have. I hunt right. all public. So, like... Right now, all my shit is shut the fuck down. Like, there is no more hunting. Like, I, I'm done. I'm done. All my spots I've scouted the entire season are completely shut down. So, I cannot hunt them until, like, the first week in December. I think they turn back on. And then that, that goes to muzzleloader. So, it's muzzleloader with bow hunting. So, I can start bow hunting. Which is, which is dude, it's the stupidest thing. So, I can go in the woods with a guy with a muzzleloader, which is like a mini rifle, in my opinion. But I can't go in the woods with my bow during shotgun season. Yeah. And that's the thing but, is, at least you're limited to shotguns. Up here, you got dudes with 300 wind mags on the side of the road shooting at everything that moves. On public? Oh, yeah, on public. Wow, that's crazy. It, It's a it's wide open nuts. rifle season, man. Like I said, you know, I was actually kind of excited going into this season going hey you know it's not bow hunting only i can take the rifle out haven't done that in four years uh maybe i'll give it a try this year right and after sitting there with the bow on opening day i almost got a real bad taste in my mouth for rifle hunting like this is stupid that's crazy and, i don't yeah i don't know i came home and so on the west side of the blue ridge where that public is yeah rifle seasons only two weeks so no problem there but on my side of the mountain it's till january so it's a six-week rifle season and how many tags do you get three buck three doe on this side of the mountain three buck two doe on the west side so i could go to that public shoot three buck two doe and come back to my side and shoot another buck what yeah Jesus. Literally, you can go out and shoot anything that moves. Holy shit. And it made me sit there because watching that eight point come by, I was like, no, nah, I'm not shooting him. You know, I'm, I'm going to let him go. And 30 seconds later, boom, 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 he's dead. Doe's dead. I was like, oh, yeah. That's why it doesn't work on public in Virginia. These sons of bitches will shoot everything that moves. So that's, that's what everybody talks about. We yeah. don't have it. I mean, it's, it's like that, but it's. It's not like that. Like, you get one public land tag with a shotgun. That's it. One. Now, out here, You're it's... fucking one and done, baby. That's it. And I love it because you that first that first one that just still got milk on its mouth and it passes by that hillbilly that smells like Cheetos, you know, the whole thing that you had posted <laughs> on Instagram. 
He's getting fucking wasted, and that guy is out of there. So now it's next. Who's next? Boom, 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 boom. Now it's okay. So it, it, they have an A season and a B season. So so it's it's um like five days or something for A season. Five days for B season. They're done. Now it's on the muzzleloader season. Nobody buzzler hunts. We're back to normal. We're back to bow hunting on public land, and everything is hunky dory glory. But I can't even go on state land without a shotgun. Right. And that's what fucking just yerks my chain because I can go on I can go on private land with my bow and arrow as long as I'm wearing orange. Once I get over 10 feet in the air, I can take my orange off if I'm bow hunting. If I'm gun hunting, I got to leave it on. And I'm fine with that, dude. I'll I'll leave my orange on. I don't care. I'll wear fucking orange from head to toe, hat, mask. I don't care. Just let me use my bow, man. Like I don't mind, but I like, and it's not that I don't like gun hunting, bro, because come Monday, I Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'll be gun hunting on public land. Me and the boys, there's like 10 of us. We all go out and we drive deer on public land. It's one right. of my favorite things to do with the boys. I love it. I'm not knocking it, man. No, Everybody, I feel you. I think it's the greatest thing in the world. I love it. I mean, it's so much fun. But the areas where I hunt, I get near the houses. I get near all these places. I can't bring a shotgun. These all these small parcels that you can't even hunt with a gun that are public land. Like, but I can't go in there with a bow. So now, like, my season's done, dude. I sit back. I watch all my target bucks, and I just pray that they make it. And if they don't make it, that's it, man. I can't yeah. even I do nothing about it. I mean, I can go in there with a shotgun. You know what I'm saying? But it just wouldn't mean the same to me, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I'm with you there, and that's kind of my thing is, you know, I know I can take that 300 wind mag out, and if I see something, doesn't matter how far away it is. If I can see it, I can smoke it. Right. But I don't see the fun in that. I mean, it, it's, I don't know. I, it's kind of lost on me. Uh, I don't blame it on the military or whatever you want, but just going, okay, there it is. Boom. Okay. That was cool. It doesn't have that excitement, that anticipation of, I see it, but I got to wait for it to come into range. And then I got to wait for it to give me a, a good ethical shot and then get the shot and then back out and give it time. You know, you I shoot think, someone with a 300 wind mag, it hits the ground and it's half cooked by the time you get there. Well, I mean, the thing is like, we've both were, avid gun hunters right i mean you could say probably the same right you grew up oh, yeah, out west it's different i i have no issues taking a gun out west and hunting but and, out here it's like i'm on 10 acres what the hell do i need a gun for and that's my thing and and i grew up as a shotgun hunter on public land private land man we used to i mean that's what i grew up doing you know we used to drive deer whatever man that's what we were into you know we used to i love gun hunting i don't have a problem with gun hunting but we have had and evolved into the love of archery hunting. So, like, when, it, when the deer hunting, when the gun – if when you become an archery hunter, you totally understand what it's like, and you kind of put that gun aside. Up rifle, until last yeah, year, rifle becomes too easy. Up until last year was the first time that I killed a deer with a gun in five years. Yeah. It's, and it's nothing against fucking gun hunting because – this year, I'm going to go back out with the boys. I had a grand old time. I was so thankful that I was invited to go and do so. And we go out with a shotgun. We have a good time. We kill a couple of deer. We get on our way. I go back to bow hunting. But it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, I just, I don't like the lesser weapon law. 
I I hear you. It's Just stupid. Let me go out my fucking bow, man. Yeah. Yeah, you now should I be, be able to. Now I'm stuck on private land, which I so, don't mind. Have you just just something out of thought? Have you uh, ever reached out to any of your lawmakers, congressmen, senators, and started trying to push support to so, get that changed? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, for a lot of you that probably don't know, I mean, I had a lot to do with the you know, with the lawmaking here in Connecticut, like I, you know, being a huge advocate for it and go to, we worked with the Nutmeg State Council and talking to different congressmen and this, that, and the other thing. And when there was CT bow hunting, we used to do a ton. We'd be so involved, go to the state Capitol, talk to everybody. Um, but I mean, I'll be honest with you, bro. And I probably get <laughs> You're in the this. most liberal state ever. Good luck. <laughs> You're not getting nowhere, man. You might as well chop off your left nut and and give them your firstborn because you're not getting nowhere like it if it's not a law that they don't want then you're not going to get it right and that's that's the same with um uh I, all right so for example here okay in the southern zones in our southern zones zones 11 and 12 you hear us talk about them all the time the bait zones it's unlimited tags you shoot one doe you get a replacement tag you shoot three does you get a replacement buck tag do you know why it's like that do you think that that they just give it to you because the population is like that. Yes. The population's high, but B the fucking liberals that live there don't like deer. They think that if they all die, then there'll be no hunters. Right. And it's the same with our tagging, like in our, up in our Northern zones, they give you a a stupid amount of tags and they think, all right, they kill all the deer. There'll be no deer hunters. And that's, I mean, it's fine by me, but, but it's, but it sucks because the, a little fork horn goes by, they shoot it and then somebody gets, that's a whole different story. We don't even want to get into. You want to have a conversation with somebody, you get Steve Mardick. He will get you going. I mean, everybody, I mean, all, all my buddies, you, you come here like last night, we were drinking beer here and, uh, uh, one of our buddies was our Cody, Cody Troutman was dropping off a deer that he had shot and we started talking about. Um, guys who who filled both their buck tags with spike horns. Yep. And then complain that they never shoot big deer. Yeah. Well, you don't really... I mean, listen, dude. You can shoot... And I'm going to start this off very simple. You can shoot whatever the fuck you want because I'm not hunting there. I don't care what you shoot. I could give a shit. You want to shoot a spike horn, you want to shoot a fork horn, shoot them all. I don't care. Whatever makes you happy, bro. Shoot them all. But don't complain about it that you didn't shoot a big buck because you were tagged out or you know what the other thing that kind of kind of pisses me off like these online facebook pages and stuff the guys will say oh you know it's not the one that i was after but it'll do yeah self-shaming dude you if you shot that thing you should be jacked the fuck up like if it don't pump your heart you shouldn't be shooting that deer you know, like, why it, do you that thing those nine times out of 10 that had their heart pumping, they shot it. They're glad they shot it when it was done mm-hmm. because it wasn't a trophy. They went, Oh, you know, okay. You know, it is what it is. You know, it's meat, meat in the freezer. Well, they don't want to be shamed online. Yeah. And who gives a shit? I mean, I had... you, you saw the buck you shot at in Ohio. You saw the, saw the buck I shot at in Ohio. Neither of them were, I mean, they're right there at that 125 range. Maybe. And 
did I give a shit? Fuck, no, I didn't care if that thing was 100 inches. I shot at it because I wanted to kill it, and I would have been perfectly proud killing it. And anyone who says otherwise can go fuck themselves. I would have been just as jacked up as I was about shooting the deer that I shot, as I was. Well, well see, here's the way I look at it. That one, like we talked about yeah, the entire Ohio hunt, dude. There's a reason I missed that deer and that some bitch dropped. Because if I'd have shot that thing and you shot yours five minutes later, can you imagine how long a freaking night that would have been getting both of them some bitches out of there? Yeah. There's a reason I missed that sucker. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's. Ugh, I don't know, but I just get so jacked up about that shit, man. Like, just don't self-shame yourself. And that's the other thing, like Facebook. You know what? First off, let's get on with the intro real quick. Because <laughs> if we don't now... Oh, by the way, guys, uh, you're looking at your guests. It's us. It's the two of us. We haven't had any catch-ups and any good conversation since we've been back from Ohio and through the grind of the deer season and so on and so forth. So we figured that we would just chew the fat for the night. So you're stuck with us for the rest of the duration. If you don't want to listen to us, you can hang up the phone now and uh, get on your way. But you're stuck with us for the evening. Just so. make sure you give us a five-star review before you shut it off. Yeah, make sure. Five-star <laughs> review, subscribe, get your notifications. Speaking of, head over to YouTube. If you guys haven't checked out our videos, man, if you guys could just go check them out, give them a thumbs up for us. I would really appreciate it. Um, Steven's been doing a phenomenal job in building and making all these videos and working his ass off to get all this uh, working properly. So make sure to get over there and take a look at those. <clears throat> and uh, hold on. I got to take a drink of water because my throat. <laughs> I recognize that cup. Oh. <laughs> that has Harrisburg written all over it. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> yep. <laughs> God only knows where the fuck these things come from, bro. That, one, that one, if I recall, ended up at a purse somewhere in the middle of the night as we looked for a sports yeah. bar. That sounds about right. That's not Trying to find a UFC fight at like 2 in the morning. This is why I quit drinking, bro. Yeah. I don't remember these things. Um, no, Where was I? It doesn't even <laughs> fucking matter. Um, no. Um, oh, with a five-star review on uh, iTunes, um, all that good shit. Just, just help us out. Give us a share. The other thing, dude, and it's been a lack of, and I'm a little upset about this. Tag us in your harvests. We want to see these fucking things, and I don't want to miss them. Do you realize how big the social medias are that we follow? Please, just tag us in your shit, man. We want to see everybody's harvest. I don't care if you're shooting squirrels, if you're shooting does, if you're shooting... I don't Democrats. Care what Wait, no. You give a fuck. <laughs> just tag us in it, man. Just tag us. Hashtag that outdoor drive and tag us in it, man. I want to see that shit. I really, really, really do. I want to share it on the page. I want to get you the the no would it be notoriety? What is that? What is that? Notoriety. Notoriety that you deserve, man. So just tag us in it, please. Just do me that favor. Just tag us. It's all I'm asking. I want to see what you guys are doing. You guys follow what we do. I want to give back and I want to see what you guys are doing. Whether you're getting trail cam pictures, if you're getting miss it, whatever. I want to see it. Tag me in it. Please, 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 please. And don't just tag me. Tag the outdoor drive. Because I said me, but I meant the outdoor drive. So tag <laughs> the outdoor drive so we can see this stuff. Please. On Facebook, Instagram, fucking Twitter. We're on Parlor. We're on Rumble. We're fucking everywhere now because they keep 
the Democrats keep ruining everything, so now we got all this crazy shit. All right, this is going to get crazy tonight. I have a feeling because <laughs> I have not talked to people in weeks. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm all jacked up. Um, so, so, is something coming in? Yes, I think we are being interrupted. So, someone <laughs> could sense it, and they're shutting you down for a Good. second. Good. Turn so, that thing up. Yeah. Hey everyone, Mike here with some news for your crews. Since we just celebrated Veterans Day, I'd like to say thank you to all our veterans and start this one out with uh, some great news for our veterans and Gold Star families. On November 10th, the day before Veterans Day, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs announced that U.S. military veterans and Gold Star families will now be granted lifetime free access to national parks, wildlife refuges, and other federal lands managed by the Department of the Interior. Uh, David Bernhardt, Secretary of the Department of the Interior, stated, With the utmost respect and gratitude, we are granting veterans and Gold Star families free access to the iconic and treasured lands they fought to protect starting this Veterans Day and every single day thereafter. The access pass called the um, called America the Beautiful uh, would normally cost $80 per year and grants entry to more than 2,000 federal recreation sites spread out across more than 400 million acres of public land. Uh, to receive your free pass, veterans must provide some form of ID showing they were in the armed services uh, or the National Guard and Reserves. So long overdue, and this is fantastic, and thank you all for your service. Now that most of us have hunting on the brain right now, and as most firearm seasons have kicked off or are about to kick off, uh, I hope everyone has stocked up on their favorite calibers. Uh, this is because there is currently a nationwide gun and ammo shortage, which is affecting hunters' ability to find ammo for hunting this season. Uh, I know I have seen plenty of people on social media looking for leads on slugs and rifle rounds, uh, so I hope most of you have planned ahead. Now, let's switch gears and focus on some uh, proposed hunting and fishing changes. Uh, first, in Michigan, where the DNR is proposing changes for the 2021 deer hunting season. The package of proposed changes was sent before the Michigan Natural Resources Commission on November 12th, uh, which may approve the changes in December or January. The proposed changes include a new antlerless deer licensing system that allows each permit to be used anywhere in the Lower Peninsula and parts of the South Central Upper Peninsula. Uh, a random drawing would take place for antlerless deer uh, hunts in other areas of the UP. Uh, also allowing crossbows in the late portion of the archery season in the UP. Uh, removal of the three-point antler restriction uh, on the regular tag of the deer combo license in the Upper Peninsula. Bucks with one antler three inches or greater would be allowed, uh, which would be standardized across the state. Um, also, removing the requirement for a supplemental feeding permit in the Upper Peninsula, uh, and only allowing feeding from January 1st through May 15th, unless it becomes a safety hazard uh, and limiting to two gallons per day and no more than two gallons at a time. Uh, the DNR has said that the changes will simplify the hunting regulations, increase opportunities, and save money for hunters. So that's a plus because we don't see that very often. Um, their data projections from the DNR show the changes won't significantly reduce the number or quality of the deer in Michigan's herd. 
So anyone who would like to comment on the proposed changes can email capital NRC at michigan.gov or capital DNR-wildlife at michigan.gov. Now to Montana and drone fishing. That's right, I said drone fishing. Uh, The Department of Fish, Wildlife, and Parks has increasingly been asked whether it is permissible to use a remote-controlled boat, drone, or other remote-controlled device to fish in the state. Uh, Currently, Montana law doesn't specifically address the devices, uh, giving the Fish and Wildlife Commission discretion to allow or prohibit these activities. Uh, The commission has proposed a rule which would clarify that the use of remote-controlled devices for purposes of fishing is prohibited. Uh, comments on the, on the proposed rule can be emailed to Phil Kilbreth at pkilbreth, K-I-L-B-R-E-A-T-H, at mt.gov, uh, and those must be submitted by December 4th. Uh, the Fish and Wildlife Commission will also hold a public meeting via Zoom on December Uh, It's actually a public hearing uh, via Zoom on December 1st at 10 a.m. And anyone who would like to take part in the Zoom hearing uh, can call 1-646-558-8656 with meeting number 956-6313-6821 and password 198904. Now how about another fishing record? This time, New York... Uh, pumpkin seed record has been tied and it took a DNA test to confirm it. Uh, The New York DEC announced this week that Jordan uh, Tontarski, who caught the fish last winter, has tied the 25-year-old record with a one-pound, nine-ounce pumpkin seed. Uh, the fish, when caught, exhibited physical features of both pumpkin seed and bluegill sunfish species. And even after being examined by DEC biologists, the verdict was still inconclusive. Uh, the recent test confirmed the fish was pure pumpkin seed. Uh, This is the second time this year that DEC has used DNA to show whether a state fishing record was broken or not. A recent DNA test determined a catfish caught on the Mohawk River, uh, which was thought to be a record-breaking white catfish, was actually a channel catfish. So Tanarski's fish joins two other state records this year in New York. Uh, Morgan Fonzie's three-pound, eight-ounce white bass caught on May 6th, and Jason Lucia's two-pound rock bass caught on May 24th. So congrats to all three of those anglers. Lastly, we end up in California. Uh, Yes, that's right, California, um, where the sale of fishing licenses is up for the first time in over a decade with more than 1.87 million licenses sold. Uh, This is an increase of more than a quarter million licenses from last year. Um, Also, hunting, which is somewhat of a cult sport in California, uh, rose 9% to over 278,000 licenses this year. This is all being attributed to COVID and people wanting to spend more time in the outdoors. And I guess all we can hope for is to see that that trend continues once the pandemic is over. As always, if you have any news to share with me, it'd be greatly appreciated. You can reach out to me on Facebook at Mike Salter or bearded underscore bowhunter21 on Instagram. And with that, enjoy the rest of your ride. All right. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for interrupting us in our rant of craziness. 
Um, <laughs> speaking of thanking people, we should probably thank some other people really quick, really fast before I absolutely go on a tangent of craziness. Yeah, we need to put like an audio high five into each one, just like a. That's where it's at. First off, we are officially sponsored by Timber Tumblers. If you haven't gone and checked them out, TimberTumblers.com. It is linked on TheOutdoorDrive.com. These are all of our sponsors on there. If you guys want to check them out, they are all on there. TheOutdoorDrive.com. Timber Tumblers for your custom tumblers. Badass Yetis. Uh, If you guys haven't seen them yet, go and check them out. Also, Norrister Game Calls, NorristerGameCalls.com for all of your custom call needs. Get them in close. Wild that James will say, real quick, on the Nor'easter, I've never in my life had luck calling in a deer. And that first night in Ohio, I hit a doe bleat, and I had an eight-point buck under the base of my tree. They work. Steve Marduk just killed the deer, grunting in the men. Yeah. Um, Tons of people. Great, great calls. I use mine all the time, man. Mine never leaves my neck in the woods. Anyways, sorry. I had Uh, to throw that in. It was a first for me. Congratulations. (laughs) I was like, holy shit, this actually works. Almost ran to the base of the fucking tree. (laughs) Um, Also, Wild Edge Inc., wildedgeinc.com, the leader in mobile hunting. Um, Get your purchase, your steps. Um, They got a new one coming out. I don't recall the name on it. I think it's something crazy. I don't fucking know. I've been hunting it for a couple of days now. It's pretty badass. It's a perch on steroids with Out on the Limb Manufacturing. Out on the Limb MFG.com. They, if Wild Edge doesn't have it, Out on the Limb does plus some. Um, they have uh, all kinds of crazy mobile hunting shit as far as camera arms. Uh, they just came out with some new stuff. The Shakar sticks, best sticks on the market. Uh, hands the fuck down. If you're looking for a stick, the Shakar is the only stick that you should be using, in my opinion. But my opinion doesn't matter, so just keep going on. I will second that opinion. I will take that <laughs> over the sticks that I ended up not carrying and replacing. And I, I rolled, I've rolled Wild Edge steps all season because the steps I got suck. They work, Speaking, but they suck. I know. Listen, I, I didn't want to make the whole sponsor thing kind of long here for a second, but I'm going to for two seconds here. I went back to the Wild Edge Steps, the Ring of Steps. Bro. Dude, you can't beat it. It's the craziest. It's the nicest fucking thing in the world, man. Kick it back. Keep it up. Move around the tree. You know, I threw a perch on a preset. Fucking awesome. Uh, I have one preset tree that's been set for two years, three years. The wind was completely fucking wrong. We'll get into that later. But um, I went and I sat in it, and it had a Ring of Steps. And I, I missed that shit completely. Um, but anyways, get back to the list. Wicked and Twisted Bowstrings, <laughs> wickedandtwistedbowstrings.com for all your custom string needs, BCY or Bloodline, Trader Jans. By the way, Massachusetts people, if you are from Massachusetts, Trader Jans is now an FFL dealer and sells ammunition. So just going to throw that the fuck out there. With all of the libtard things going on in this world, you might just want to go and check out Trader Jans. Uh, she is the owner of Wicked Twisted Bowstrings, if you guys haven't already put that all together. Um, Also, Broadside Camo, broadsidecamo.com. They are the aerial camouflage photorealism, hands down, one of the best camouflages in the world. So 
Look, huh? if you're in a tree, I'll tell you right now, I have had more encounters this year that back in the day would have made me cringe because they look at you and then they blow and run. This year it's been they look at you and go, hmm, something's not right, but whatever. And they go back to what they're doing. It works. It's- the theory is sound. I, I have tested it. I put it. I've got it on video. Deer after deer after deer look right up at you and go right back to what they're doing. And they give you way more shot opportunity than they have in any other camo I've ever worn. A lot of people saying test into that too. It, it I, works. I love it, dude. I think it's the greatest stuff in the world. I've been hunting um, my other camo, obviously, because it hasn't been cold enough. <laughs> but I mean, that's one thing about the broadside camo is that it's so fucking warm. There is nothing warmer than broadside, in my opinion. So in Ohio that morning, it was, what, 26 degrees, mm-hmm. and I had a silk layer. I had a, uh, in the military, we called them a waffle top, uh, grid fleece. I love mine. That you can get at, you know, Cabela's or wherever now. That doesn't have to be standard issue. And then I had a hoodie on, and then my broadside over it. That Ascender series never got cold. Never. I and love the- it. The, the pockets, the way he's got them placed, if it is that cold, it's perfect to put in hand warmers and keep all those core areas that always get cold warm. And you got these ones. You yeah. got the chest ones. Here, the inner thighs, thighs, the lower legs. I mean, it's perfect if you got to carry The ankle warmers. one. Yeah. If you're trying to carry your 357 in your ankle, I mean, it's there. <laughs> Just That's saying. enough heat on your ankle. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, so... <laughs> it's good shit, dude. Go check it out. Broadsidecamera.com. So, all right. Well, let's get to our guests. What do you say? I think they're already here. Stack, stack. All right. Hey, guys. What's up? What the fuck's going on? So, uh, today we got East Coast Trev and Steve. And Steve. And if you don't like it, deal with it. Well, that or fuck off. Because <laughs> we're here. <laughs> and uh, I was going to say something else, but it's probably not politically correct. <laughs> so, well, hey, in this world, it doesn't really matter if it's politically correct or not. But no, no, you're wrong either way, unless you right. see it one way. So I, I, one thing I I don't know, I have to dig into it and I wanted to throw it out and kind of get your feelings and opinions on it. Just you're going to ask me on a podcast, my opinions. Yes, I am. Is that really that good of an idea? Yes. That's a great idea. Here we go. The world's going to hate me. I'm going to lose followers, but go ahead. No, no, probably not. We may gain. I don't know. The, the, is that funny enough is this is actually about a platform. So over the past three weeks, you've been seeing everybody jump to parlor. Correct. And I got on it. You got on it. 
a lot of people we know are on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to get your initial feedbacks and thoughts on it because I have some of my own, but I want to let you go first. Um. 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 <laughs> all right, listen. I haven't really used it to be honest because I was a little so. I have all these notifications from my parlor account, but I, I don't even know what the fuck to do, man. Like you got to vote or something. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I can't figure it out. And I, no, it, it, I'm not trying to fuck with this in the tree. So like to try and figure it out, like I have a couple of friends, man, it's nothing crazy. I mean, there's some cool stuff on there. I really like it. I mean, now I guess now. Okay. I, I'm, I'm jumbled for words. I'm sorry. When I had first started the first couple of days, it was a little bit slow. So I didn't really know what to do. But now I guess it's time for me to catch up with the bandwagon because it seems like there's actually some cool shit going on on it. Oh, yeah. Look, Stephen Clark posted on it. So I don't know, man. <laughs> I haven't really fucked with anything. I've been in the woods. I'm sorry. I really no, no, no that, that's, that's all good. That's kind of why I asked. Is, uh, so from my end, you know, playing with it, this was supposed to be, you know, the, the end-all be-all replacement for Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, you know, and where you could bring your thoughts and not be edited and they can't censor you or they won't censor you or some shit like that. And getting over there and watching the way that the feeds share and all this other stuff, um, I'll be honest, so far, and this is right now just so far, I'm not impressed. In all honesty, it feels like a clunky-ass Twitter. The servers are extremely slow to respond. Half the time, you can't pull up your speeds, and it doesn't feed you stuff that you may or may not be interested in. It just goes, oh, here's who you're following. Here's what they shared. You're not seeing what else is on it. Okay. And I'll be honest. So I'm feeling the same thing. Yeah, I'm not blown away by it by any means. Cause I didn't f- see that there was anything fucking different. Like, like, so like, for example, isn't there another one that supposedly came out? Like, so there's parlor and then that one's supposed to replace Twitter and then there's, or Instagram. And then there's another one like Weeby or something or something fucking stupid. I don't know. I saw something about it the other day. I, I'm not impressed, man. No. Like I, I, I don't fucking get it. I don't understand. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a fucking idiot, I, I guess. No, no. See, I like what they were going for. But here's the thing. You can't take on the biggest tech companies in the world with a half-assed platform that basically is not built to handle the influx when you go, we won't censor you because you're going to bring every conservative in the world to you and your equipment can't handle it. You don't have a data warehouse. You don't have all this stuff. You know, you may. I don't know. But yeah. the, way it re- <clears throat> the way it responds, I don't see it. Okay. You know? It just, I don't feel like it's doing much for anybody. It's just another thing to have to post on, and it's not really spreading to anything. You know, unless you're Donald Trump Jr. or some high-level something or another, they don't follow hashtags. You can't do any of that shit. So, I don't know. They haven't come up with their system yet, it's more or less. They just yeah, kind of like throw this thing out there. It's very, very primitive. So, what's the deal with Rumbler? Rumble. Rumble. Um, still playing with that one. We just got that set up. We got the first video on it. And, you know, it's supposed to be like this super launch version of YouTube that can take, you know, small channels like us and promote you 
and then make you a, you know, give you a better following, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. And frankly, I just from what I'm seeing going through it, I'm not seeing anything it's very similar. It's I'm not impressed. I'm going to see here. You know, it's just not. Something. I'm going to see something real quick. It's not the kind of platform that everyone keeps promoting, in my opinion. I would like to see it do what it claims it's going to do, and but it's just not, you know, and I hate social media to begin with, so I'm a very negative guy when it comes to it from the get-go, but I figure, what the hell, let's give it a try. It's supposed to be means to uncensored, unfiltered content. Are you supposed to, like, hashtag on it, too? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I've hashtagged on it on our videos and all that shit and whatnot, and I, it doesn't do what it does on other platforms. I'll put it all right. Way. So I just randomly went on Rumble, okay? Facebook, Newsy, whatever the fuck Newsy is, it has 38.4 thousand followers. It has 161 views on their on their video. Yeah. On Facebook cracks down on potential public safety threats. Yeah. So, like, how big is it? Yeah. You know, when you take someone with 30,000 plus followers and they're only getting 160 views, why am I incentivized to waste my time utilizing your platform? You know, how do we promote the hunting industry? How do we promote our platform? How do we promote anything when it's not doing anything? You know, it's it's literally... You put it up and it's dead in the water from the get-go. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just not seeing it, man. It's just not. Yeah, it, it's. Maybe it'll take off someday. You know, and we'll probably be, we'll be behind the curve like we are with everything else. So, fuck it. No, like, like I said, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll keep it and we'll slowly yeah. kind of do our thing. And I'll see if it's going to progress and I'll give it a time trial. Is there an actual outdoor drive? Parlor? There's not an outdoor drive parlor. Okay. There is an outdoor drive rumble. But not a parlor yet. But not a parlor. I am not convinced that it is worth my time and effort to upload on it. Well, East Coast Trev has one and Steve has one. But I don't you could search Steve, but you probably won't find him. It's It'll come Steve. up as O D Steve. O D Steve. See? See? I, see, he is fucking somebody. About time, Steve. No. Jesus. O D Steve. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, it's funny. I was kind of looking through like working class bow hunter kick theirs up. They'll put up mm -hmm. a post and they get 17 views. On? On parlor. And I'm like, are you shitting me? How does, how does one? You know, it's just, That's when crazy. you take a platform that gets tens of thousands of views, you put them on there and they get less than 20. No, no, Why? no. They got. So their latest post that went up five hours ago was Ross's old butte of Illinois. They got they got 153. Oh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> they quadrupled. <laughs> yeah, see, so tell me, how is that beneficial to anyone? What does it do for the community? I, I'm not seeing it, man. I I don't think they have the power behind them to do what they claim to do. Boga uh Boga Boga. Bo Hunting? Yeah. They're pretty big. Well, they yeah, have, uh, see, and you can look oh. through and you can find, you know, the big name people and they have the followings. But how me, do they hit it so hard, bro? Like, 
it's all they're carrying over followers from other platforms. Like you take a Joe Rogan who's got millions of followers and he goes over here, uh-huh. he's gonna bring going over millions of followers. Uh yeah, yeah, I got you. But it's not the kind of platform to start a platform and expect growth. You know, and that, it's just not beneficial in my opinion. This is just me going back to my anti social media stuff. I don't know, call it what you yeah. want. I think it's it's all bullshit. And uh People trying to capitalize on people. I think that we've like off. made like this like three sixty or this hundred and eighty switch because like well, I'm gonna bring it back you're, right here. You're the social you're the social media guy now. No, and no, no, no. Fucking... You're, you're still the social guy. You're still the <laughs> social. Let's not like, get this twisted. You know, I I, I'm like else. behind the curve at this point. Like right now, I'm behind the curve on the whole social media thing. I'm sorry, but I'm behind no, no, so it right I'll, now. I'll bring this back around and we'll carry on and get you don't, of this. Shit. You don't. No, but you don't. In, you don't invent a social media for conservatives during fucking hunting season. Well, here's what it is. And that's a valid point. I give you that. So they went, all these conservatives are pissed off because of electoral okay. censoring shit like that. Yep. And they went, we can make a quick buck by telling them this. And they stand up a half-assed platform and everyone goes, Oh, this is going to be the greatest thing since fucking cheese curds. And people are rolling over there. Cheese curds. Okay. I'm not. That's what I said. I compared it. All right. you no. Know? And I love they, cheese curds. They, I like going to the WCB shoot so I can eat <laughs> cheese curds from cheese curd people. And you, you roll with these platforms, and these platforms don't do shit. It's a flop. So what I'm saying is I'm going to stick to what I'm doing, and I'm a hunt and continue to not give a shit about social media. And I may or may not post anything on these new platforms. I don't know. But uh, just to give you a heads up, that that's where I Love personally it. stand and fill. All right. Fuck them. I'm going hunting. That's it, buddy. That's all that matters. Speaking of, I can't decide where I want to go hunting in the morning. Oh, don't even get me started, dude. I got a question. I... Real quick. All right. All right. Go. All right. Let me get you started. What, what were you saying? I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. I was all just right. going to say. We have like the perfect prime conditions for almost every place I can go hunt tomorrow morning. Right. Chance of snow, 25 degrees, northwest winds, like optimal. Man. Coming Sounds off of this good heat day wave. To live in a stand. And guess what? What's that? My ass got to drive into the office. Oh, man. So I am stuck working on probably the first optimal day in Virginia. <sighs> I am so like it, it pisses me off. Like I may call in sick with my arm in the sling tomorrow. If you know what I mean? You probably should, bud. <laughs> Your arms in a cast. Um, what were you going to ask? No, no, no. Oh, so, so what's your thoughts on this? So would you hunt in the same exact property in the same exact stand where you had just shot a deer and gutted it about a hundred yards from your tree stand? That I, I would say guts would depend on the wind and the predator population in the area. Because if it's explain if the wind's going to be downwind to you, you know the wind's blowing out at that that gut pile's not blowing into where you're hunting. Whatever, I don't think it's a problem because anything that does send that to come in, going to the predator side, uh, you're not going to have predator pressure coming in there and trying to gobble up that gut pile um i think if it's out of the winds game 
I'd go right back into that stand now. However, if that wind is blowing scent right in, yeah, you may be driving in the predators because those predators are all going to come downwind to slide into it, which should be coming right through where you're hunting, which is going to ultimately push the deer out. Hmm. So that that's Nerve. my particular look at it. I'm all for kill a deer in a spot. And if it's still good and you didn't blow anything out big time, get back in there. But if the wind's wrong, wait till the wind shifts. That's just me. Hmm. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. It's, it's just one of those of things. So then so again, I'll, the upside, so, you can go sit that stand and you may be able to kill three or four fucking coyotes, which is a win. Just saying. I agree. I mean, there's a lot of coyotes. I'd imagine that that gut pile is probably gone. I'd imagine. I mean, I don't know, but I don't want to find out in the morning. Cause, so this is my deal. So this morning, and I should have, I don't know, man. Like, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So I shot a doe yesterday. And first light, she come out with a fucking, she, well, what was her this year's yearling? And the two of them, I seen them early season. I passed them. It was early season. I passed the two of them. So I didn't want to shoot them. They were a little too young. Well, now she's not too young. So, and it's, dude, it's a giant doe, by the way. And she came in first light and she was fucking 19 yards. I just caught the Zeus loose, bro. Piled her up. That was it. And I just Freezer had queen. to do it, man. Punch the punch tag. You know, I knew there was two days left of the, you know, the season here. I had a couple tags left. Punch the tag. Let it rip. Buck and I just, I don't know, man. It's just in me, dude. Been sitting in tree stands from no, three, make, three well, How do you get good at killing day. deer? Kill deer. Got to kill deer. Hey, listen, I, you can say whatever you want, dude. I, shit tastes good. So I don't really <laughs> care what anyone says. Um, And I'm not afraid because – I want, I, like I said in, in one of our group chats, I'll tag out with four fucking does. You think I give a shit? I really don't, man. I really don't care. I, I just love killing things. I mean, I don't know if that's morbid or fucked up to say, but I love killing <laughs> shit. So the, I mean, I, if I can get it on film, man, I love killing shit. I really do. I mean, like, that's my thing. Like, I don't care what it is. If I can film it, I'm killing it. So the doe came in and I shot her. And I sat there until, fuck, noon. I shot her at like 6 in the morning, 6.30 in the morning. I sat there till noon. It was cold. Just sat there, man. I was hoping. About 9 o'clock, there was another doe. I'd seen a buck out in the distance. Well, no. So what happened was they were coming from the east, east going west. And there's like – so I'm, I'm abutted against the river junction. And – they always run. There's a CRP field and a little bit of oak flat. It's kind of like what we were fishing. We were fishing. We were hunting <laughs> down in uh, Ohio. Gotcha. So there's a little CRP field, tons of bedding either side, and then there's an oak flat. And they come down the oak flat. There's a couple trails right there. So I shot my my deer actually last year, a year ago today. Um, I shot in there. And um, they come down this trail. Well, the doe came down the trail. I shot her. She ran off. So she went from she she was like I don't know like sixty yards away she was she was in one of the other CRP fields, and there was another doe that's coming down. And I hear I was actually I was about to let down my bow and I hear, <laughs> and I'm like, the fuck, dude, not at me. That wasn't at me. And I could just see the doe about seventy five hundred yards going off, and I'm like, what the fuck? 
Then in front of me in the CRP field, I seen antlers. I'm like, the fuck? So I grab out my nor'easter. Bleat, right? This bitch comes in. She comes in. And she's she came right into about 20 yards. And she's just like, I don't know if it was the arrow. Smelled blood. Smell I maybe the wind the wind was kind of like shifty. I don't know. She kind of turned around and went away. And the buck was right behind her, and then they tailed off and they kind of went back the way that they came, but like on the far way. You know what I'm saying? And I knew that, I mean, that's a hot doe in there, right? So, like, do I go back in there in the morning, set up more to the, which would be, like, the east, and set, like, where they were coming from, like, in that doe bedding? Or That's what we did in Ohio, and look what it did. But we didn't have a dead deer in the mix. (laughs) Well. That's kind of where, you know, like. That's why I said, going back to, you got to play that wind. So, if the wind is going to blow. All it's going to be blowing in. towards the river. So it's going to be blowing. So, all right. So forward, we'll call, we'll call straight out in front of me is north. The deer died to the east. The deer were coming from the west. And Hell the yes, I would get back out in. of the north. Yeah, I'd get back in there. It's all in like, yeah. dude, from like where the, where the doe bedding is to where I killed that deer is like 300 yards, 250 yards. Dude, I'd get in there all day long. If I just know there's a hot doe in there. But the thing is that she kind of knew that it was there, so I can't really go in that stand. Yeah, don't go to that tree, but find another tree. Yeah. I mean, look at – that tree. That's why. Ohio, it honestly, was like an incredible lesson. We got in and set one place, gathered information, moved a little, gathered more information, moved a little, killed. Yeah. So – I feel as I'm catching the tail end of all the action where I was anyways because I'm outside the CRP field and I'm outside of the bedding. Yeah, so I would do exactly what we did and dive right in to where they're coming in and out of the bed. Set it up on the wind and fucking kill something. And the other thing to me is that there's a hot doe in there. So who the fuck else knows what's going to show up there other than that that's already in there? And another thing I gather for information today too, something yo, every day is something new. Like, and I hunt every fucking day and I learn something all the time. Like if you're not learning something, you're not winning. Right. And in my opinion, which anyways, so I was talking to another good buddy of mine, Chris Brockett, who's a, not Brackett, Chris Brockett, <laughs> my taxidermist, really good buddy of mine. He, in conversation today, I was asking kind of like the same question, like, hey, man, I was thinking about going in this spot, but should I go in this spot? But I didn't go to that spot. I went to another spot because what he told me is that the bucks drive the does to the thickets when they're breeding. Like they go to CRP fields, thick, nasty shit. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go to this other place. But now thinking about it, they're going to be in that spot. I need to go in there. And it's private land so I can hunt there tomorrow with my bow. I would do it. That that's just me. It's it's because either that or I go up on the mountain and hunt up there, which is always an option too. Well, where do you have the best most recent sign? 
on the bottom. See, the thing is, like, all the scrapes and stuff is kind of, like, shut down. And all the leaves are on the ground. So it's tough yep. to kind of, like, see sign. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just okay, my so, most recent intel and a lot of deer. I've seen a lot of deer okay, down so in the river. Here, here is, if it's unclear, unsure, I'm going to go back to just old standard uh, theory. Mornings, you want to be on the ridge tops and let them thermals play up. Then bucks are going to run the insides of those ridges, catching the thermals coming up, and then move your ass to the bottom at noon and hunt those thermals as they come down in the evening. The problem is... I know this is going to sound so fucked up. No, go for it. On the rivers down in the thickets, I see more action in the morning and then... Then in the afternoon, I see more action up on the ridges. Okay, so play it that way, dude. In the afternoon. Work with what you see. What uh, you're, It's just so... It's you know, theory versus reality is always two different things. If you're seeing more in the morning in one place, you need to be where you're seeing shit in the morning. It's just so fucked up, bro. It just... Here's you may Tomorrow's get it, gonna be cold. Tomorrow's yeah. gonna be stupid, stupid cold. Okay, so, and that's, that's a thick bottom. It's right? a thick bottom. Yeah. Okay. So when it's cold, what are the deer gonna do? Go to the bottom. Get in the thick shit, out of the wind, out of the cold, and pile in. What are the bucks doing right now? Looking in the thick shit or driving, driving does cows. into the thick shit. Mm -hmm. So that tells me go hunt the thick shit. Get in that bottom. If that's right. the way you want to look at it with the time of year and everything going on, I'd get in the bottom. Yeah, I got to do it. You know, because you uh, may catch something transitioning off that ridge. You may catch something transitioning from bed to bed. You never freaking know. It's the craziest thing, dude. Like, that's – that's a, so so up on the up on the top, there's a, there's a big mountain laurel thing up there, and the bucks run down into that, and then they go down – they go down through – and they go and they they cross the road. There's a road. Whatever. Roads don't mean Doesn't nothing matter. to them. No. It's fucking crazy because you never would think that in a million years. Like when you look at like – and this is all just over years of experience. When you look at a piece of property, like for us, we it stops us by property lines. But when you take a topographical and you look at it, they don't give a fuck. The deer don't care if there's a road or a no. property line. Don't cross it. You have to think of it as going. a whole. You have to think of it as a whole. And like sometimes my mind gets really simplified and it just looks – or not simplified. It would be – yeah, simplified. And it looks at it on property lines. You're like, oh, well, the deer's got to go here. No. The no, the, the deer fuck. don't care whose property it is. They don't care They're if there's a house that. in the middle of it. They're going terrain features to bedding. Bedding to bedding. Bedding Sweet. to food. Food to bedding. <sighs> I know it's been a crazy podcast and you guys have had to listen to this craziness and I hope you guys are learning something throughout all this and that I can help you. <laughs> they're probably like, these stupidity. guys are idiots. Yeah, they probably are <laughs> like, these guys are idiots. How did that guy shoot a 166? He doesn't even know how to fucking spell his name or tie his shoelaces. What in the hell? <laughs> Stars align. Stars yeah. align. We'll go just, with it. Just lucky. No. It's just same it's situation. Just you learned information. You moved in. Learned more information. We took two days off because of the shitty-ass weather, mm -hmm. moved back in, killed the giant. Saw multiple giants. You're in the same situation. It's just you, haven't, you haven't been in there in two days. You've been seeing movement. Oh, I shot one in there yesterday. Yeah. So you shot one yesterday. Today off. Today. Get in there tomorrow. I'm going to sit there and tell you. If you're seeing bucks, 
Make it happen. I'm going to sit there till 10 or 11. And then uh, if not, I'm going to go up on the hill and I'll sit there till dark. And then guess what? Whatever I see, I'll do the same again the next day. I don't really care. Because yep. we have northwest wind for like three days. Yep. You may get in there and learn something completely new about the place. It is what it is, man. I don't I mean, really care. When, when you can see 50 yards further than you used to, you can learn a lot more. Like where you sat in that oak grove in Ohio, you saw him here and said I should go deeper. I went deeper. I sat there and said I saw this and I saw this. We need to be here and here. So we moved in deeper. We yeah. sat here and here. We both saw stuff, and you killed the giant coming out of that bedding that we didn't even know was there had we not gone deeper. No, it's kind of funny. It's, it's funny is, like, I kind of got confused about that because I knew that that was bedding, and you had said that there was bedding on the other side. Mm-hmm. What is he talking about? My wind is going right into the bedding. Yeah. And you, you were, were like, in that transition, dude. What the fuck? Because, like, in the video, so there's the does. That's in that bedding where I shot the buck out of. Yeah. And I was, I was focused on that bedding there. You were focused on this bedding over here. Yep. So, like, the big oaks here. You were saying that the deer were coming out of this bedding, and I'm seeing the deer coming out of this bedding. And I told uh-huh. you the deer were transversing. All the bucks were going from this bedding to that bedding. And uh-huh. you were sitting right in the middle of that transition, not even knowing it. That's, yeah, because I didn't know that there was bedding to the to which would be my east. Right, and and, and I knew that there happened. was to the west, and I was like, dude, fucking everything's gonna come out of there. I know everything's gonna come out of there, and then you're like, no, everything's gonna come out of this side. So and like, what happened? All day long, thing. they came out from behind you. <laughs> fucking crazy. From, oh yeah, they came from behind me. Yeah, they came out of Not the bedding the I east, warned you about from the south. Yeah, they came out from where I told you. And came into that other bedding that you were sitting on. But the deer that I was out of was came out of the bedding that I thought it was going to come out. Exactly. Like, That's why I said you were between two beds, and those deer were cruising bed to bed, trying to scent out, trying to find a hot doe. <sighs> Can and I you go were back? In that perfect spot. Can I go back? We will. Oh, we will. That's that's happening. That's like already on my radar that I'm starting to plan this out as a kind of a normal type thing. Like I'm, just, I, I'm considering dropping Pennsylvania and shifting that tag to Ohio. To Ohio? And just, I mean, it's six hours away, dude. I drive five and a half hours to the farm in PA. Why not? Really? Yeah, it's the same freaking thing for me. So why the hell not go over there? Knowing what we know, and we're only a week's into that property, That'd be stupid. Get in there early season. Shit. I'm in. Because then, you know, we find us a place that we can do some some velvet hunting. You know, whether we make a trip to Wyoming or Kentucky or something like that. And then you North throw, Dakota. Yeah. And you throw, yeah, we got that connection too. We can so, go with Dev. Yeah. We hit that velvet season. Come home. Hunt locally for a little while. Hit Ohio around October. You trying to get me to quit my job? What job? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Seth would be like, oh, yeah, you can take four days off, go to North Dakota. You're good. By the time Ohio comes around, you're done. And then we come home and hunt for a little while. And then we find us a late season hunt. You know, like being here. 
<laughs> I fucking hate Connecticut. Sorry. Right. That's what I'm saying is we could plan it out. Like I said, we have connections all over the Midwest. I got a little distracted. I, my, my fucking camera just went off. Well, if it ain't nothing good, it don't count. It's a hot deal. She's steaming through. Bitch. Ooh, yeah. There's one running. That's never good. Oh, my God. Sorry. I just got a little distracted. But, you know, I'm in with this plan, dude. Early season, North Dakota. Throw a fucking another mix in there. Let's do Kansas. Yeah, if we can pull a Kansas tag, we got two different places we can hit three different places. You know, because when you start looking at the boys over there at Quiet Cat and their situation, and I got Ken down there midway through the state. And then we got... We got Wildcats in Illinois. Well, right, but connections. Oh, yeah, true. And then we have Andrew in Oklahoma right below the Kansas border. So you got Oklahoma and Kansas. Is that over the tag, over the counter? Oklahoma is. Kansas is draw. How hard is it draw? I think it's like a two-year guarantee. So if you don't get it the first year, you're getting it the next year type situation. They want your money. Yeah. So... You can always do that, and I don't know. Maybe we start a rotation. We do Ohio this year, Kansas next year, you know, Iowa or Illinois or something next year. Oh, we got four years. We got Iowa. Yeah, and just start doing a big rotation. Smeltz is is, he's going to get his Iowa tag this year. Nice. Yeah, we were talking about that. He's going to get his. I'm thinking about building an outdoor drive bus. Dude, I'm telling you right now, we need a either a bus or a conversion van. Conversion van, lifted roof with bunks it. in it, and funny story. It'll hold pops. a gator. Yeah, yeah. Go my ahead. pops, uh, he shot a deer the other day, and it's, so me and Smeltz are talking. Sorry, we're gonna we're gonna go on a tangent for real quick. So, Squirrel. um, Squigger. <laughs> uh. <laughs> inside joke guys sorry um dan smells was telling me he's like dude let's hook up i gotta go to iowa this that and the other thing and da 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 and i said well we're gonna go to the shoot and we're gonna pick people up and da 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 and he's like oh, bro we need a fucking bus i said i'm gonna build a motherfucking bus how's that my dad had bought a conversion van it's been sitting for like three years and the other day he had shot a deer and I was up there helping Jack. You guys probably saw the pictures on my social media. All of us were hanging out, my brother with his son and everything. We took a nice picture. And when I was about to leave, my dad says to me, he says, hey, Trev, I still got that conversion van. You guys interested in that thing? And I said, yeah. And he's like, all right, I got to get it out of there. Why don't we start working on it? It's been sitting for a couple of years, but I said, can I drive that fucker across country? He said, yeah, we'll get it all fixed up. So, yeah, get it fixed up. We might have a shoot. We shoot we driver. hit up old uh, Wade Borman, and get we, we did the custom wrap on it. If you feel me, and then drop a couple it. of freaking hanging cots that'll fold up on the side, and put a gear rack on the other side, and a deer hanger off the back. I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> I'm mean, just saying. <laughs> you know, we go. Listen, I rent a car. It's a couple hundred bucks, 500 bucks to rent a fucking car for two weeks. I mean, it gets a little expensive. I'd rather dump the 500 bucks into a conversion van and be ours, you know? Yeah. 
we go do a goose hunt up north snow goose hunt this that go down south for an osceola turkey i mean if y'all just you know i'm just saying if you want to help the brothers out here at the outdoor drive you got some shit you know you want to talk about we're here just saying just gonna leave it out there just gonna send it on its way yeah but speaking of waterfowl yeah it's about season for you well so season hasn't rung in it doesn't ring in until the day after thanksgiving uh, oh you mean you can't make it another week for rhode island um but we're gonna go shoot in massachusetts so we're gonna go up to mass and hunt there on friday or saturday with the with uh danny from ducks on the bay so we start shooting on friday saturday i'm fucking pumped if you can find ammo <laughs> i got some left over from last year yeah there you go. believe it or not i got some buddies and shit that have it i just ordered new boss shells i am fucking pumped i don't know if anyone's ever shot them the copper tu- copper coated tungsten holy fuck knockdown power it's like nothing ever before i got a couple of buddies that shoot tungsten for turkeys four tens they shoot with four yep. tens have you heard about this fucking craziness oh yeah we got guys out here youth and women that's like the go-to out here hunting with four around. tens yeah hunting with four tens shooting turkeys at 65 yards yeah hey what yep get the right choke tube doesn't matter if you're a high dollar gun or a single shot crack barrel that round will get out there and wake them up or put them to sleep so rolling turkeys at 65 yards with a 410 yeah say what yep sign me the fuck up so that's what that's what we shoot for waterfowl for the sea ducks so i'm I'm excited to try that i've shot all kinds of shit i'm I'm the crazy guy in the duck blind. I got 1,700 feet per second hypersonics, and I always something, always shooting some type of fast round. So these are really slow, but a lot of stopping power. So we'll see what happens. I'm I'm pumped, man. Duck season's about to be here. Things are getting crazy. I want to just, just, just want a little bit antlers, just one Connecticut antler buck, just, just a little bit before I leave. Yeah. Well, well, like I told you the other oh. day, I had a realization sitting in the stand. I haven't shot a buck in Virginia in three years. I've killed in Pennsylvania. I've killed in Maryland. I've killed in North Carolina. Almost killed in Ohio. You did. I have not shot a buck in Virginia with my bow in three years. Wow. Got the bear. And I've shot a lot of does. Right. But I've put so much emphasis on... Other states. Kim's buck, other states, getting everything else set up. I haven't even found a single buck for me. Like last year we had the one, but that property kind of turned out to be an overhunted bust. Uh, but this year, after my wife got hers and after you guys got out of here, which, by the way, yes, the bear we were trying to kill showed up the morning that you guys left. If we'd have gone Always out, does. you would have killed him. Always does. Uh, yeah. Oh, he showed of- up the morning that I left? Yeah, you were here when he was sitting out there, 200 yards from you, down in the trees. And why didn't we go out? 7.30 in the morning, because we got the dough the night before, and you guys were going to pack up, head back to CT, and we said, ah, screw it, whatever. If we'd have gone and sat back in the stand off the farm, you would have whacked a 300-pound bear. 
Hindsight sucks. <laughs> so that picture I sent you, I was like, dude, that's literally when we were packing your car. You were going to get the cooler when that bear showed up. What the fuck? Yeah. That <laughs> was a heartbreaker, dude. Damn it. I hadn't pulled that card since you left. Shit. And I saw that and I was like, oh, dude, that's a heartbreaker. Fuck me. But, you know. I'm not next year. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. See, and then, like I said, I'll for come later. Every six days, I had a bear come through there after that. It wasn't the traffic we normally have, but it, it was it was there, dude. Chewing on that freaking tree branch. What the fuck? So, went out, refreshed the camera, put a new card in, got everything up and going. Kind of watching it and hoping that late season with all the green off the trees now and... You know, the food plot's still nice and green when everything else is turning brown. I'm hoping that the next two weeks things start funneling up here to get on some fresh green after the rut and maybe try to capitalize here. Uh, we're talking about hitting Pennsylvania and go rifle hunt up on the farm uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving. Go hunt that for a few days. Uh, just see what happens. And just kind of grind while I can between work and trying to find time off and everything else there, dude. It's, it's been a miserable late rut. Ugh, you'll get it, bro. It's going to, some good's going to happen. I'm not worried. The old lady got her dough. You punched that Virginia curse. We got the deer in Ohio. I mean, no, it's been I an got epic a dough, season. She got a buck. That, well, that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, she got her deer. I got it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. I missed. So, I wasn't reading what you were putting out. <laughs> you know, so with all that down, it's it's been a successful season, hands down. We got three deer in the freezer here. I'm not concerned. Right. Uh, we've got all the footage. We've got everything we need to really kick off how chaotic the season's been. Speaking of the big buck, the Ohio buck footage is up on YouTube for those that haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um. Just putting that out there. And there's going to be another one. Just saying. <laughs> we got another one coming. Yeah, we'll Boys, get that up and going. The and then, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens late season. Then we'll start getting some uh, duck stuff laid down. And I don't know. Maybe it'll get crazy and I'll swing up there and see if I can't do some sea duck shit without chumming the waters. And, you know, have some fun. Yeah, man. You should, dude. Come fucking hang out. Yeah, I need to. You should take another ride up. Yeah. Try to catch Hang all out. this crazy weather and COVID and hopefully the government doesn't or shut us we down. Or... Figure something out, bro. That'd be a good time. Yeah, we need to make a winter trip. Hmm. I didn't even think of that, dude. I got nothing going on. Come fucking hang out, bro. I got nothing. <laughs> fucking, we're just killing shit, dude. Come on. You up. see this? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Fuck, I didn't even think of that, man. Come up and shoot some ducks, dude. Fucking hang out. I'll, just, I'll float along in a skiff and just film. <laughs> Jesus, you're going to fucking die. <laughs> we can't put you in the middle of the... Uh, well, you should be fine, I guess. I should be fine. Always should be fine. But <laughs> every time I say take, that... You're going to take Dremamine or something. We'll get you a, a patch. You'll be fine. Yeah. You know they make those. 
Oh yeah. If you well, saying that's the crazy thing. I've never had issues on the water if I could see land up until this last trip. So I, I don't if, know what the hell. That was nuts. If you get a hold of your doctor and tell them you get motion sickness, they'll give you motion sickness and pass patch patches. Dude, my health insurance comes through the VA. I say I have anything, they go, here's freaking opioids. Get stoned. What? <laughs> That's crazy. Can you tell the VA you got any issues? They go, oh, here, get stoned. Jeez. Unlimited supply, take what you want. What the fuck? Yeah, it's stupid. So, but no, I think it'll come around. Either way, we got a lot of shit coming. There's still a lot of season left. Uh, new season's opening. Uh, we'll be making some switches and kicking off into uh, some of the different later season outdoor activities that go on yeah you know maybe we'll get sean white on here to talk about snowboarding <laughs> you keep saying that it's very possible no yeah if only um yeah we'll just kind of roll with it and see what happens shed hunting it's right yeah. around the corner guys coming up sooner than we think it's crazy it's it's i'm ready to hit it hard you know we're know. talking late right right now but it's gonna, it ain't gonna be long or we're being looking for sheds Doing I mean, early season scouting, prepping for turkey. We're already talking about we're planning two trips right now with the guys I shed hunt with. I mean, we're looking at we're to looking at Maine. I think we're talking a week, week and a half, maybe two. In Maine, we're thinking oh, we this just came up in conversation last night. We're thinking uh, like a possible long, extra long, maybe week long trip to Ohio. Get in for shed hunt. Learn a little bit more about that land. Um, I don't know, man. We're just we're just kind of throwing it out there, but I that's just around the corner, man. Like, yeah. shotgun dude, season's here. We're we're almost locked down, dude. I mean, yeah. we're talking three months, and we're looking for horns, prepping for birds. Yeah, I mean, it's... well, speaking of birds, you want to hear something sad? Yeah. Did you yeah. see the video? Speak one question because it's going to get crazy. Did you see the fucking turkeys? Bro, I, I've had the craziest turkey <laughs> luck ever. I can't get the fuck away from them. Oh, They're drawn to you. Well, speaking of turkeys, so Whitey bit the dust today. Oh, no. Yeah. The old lady went out to let him out, and uh, something got in the cage last night. Last night and Oh, something got her. She yeah. didn't just. Oh, no. no. Something got in there, and something rang her out. Just a kill-to-kill type thing. I think it may have been a raccoon or something of that nature killed her didn't tear her up didn't eat her didn't do nothing just killed her so any of the chickens too or just the turkey uh, chickens were good they were up and they were roosted they were just fine um she's just she's old and fat and couldn't get around very well and they got her but my my two-year turkey calling coach is no longer so yeah damn Rest in peace, Whitey. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I'll put together a rest in peace memory video. I got a ton of right. videos of it. <laughs> yeah. She she was definitely entertainment for anyone who came around. Uh, Loved to fight women, period. If you were a woman, she wanted to fight. If you were a guy, she wanted to love on you. And I learned more about freaking turkey calls from her than I have anything else. So That's crazy. One of the guys I learned how to turkey hunt from also, he was a farmer. And he had ran over a clutch of turkeys with the mother in it. And yep. he had raised up four of the turkey chicks. He had, uh, you know, put them in the incubator and raised them up. 
dude is one of the nastiest fucking callers I have ever met in my entire life. Because all he did was just listen to him. Yep. And it's not like the crazy calling that we do. Not the fucking... Like, you no. know, it's like it's soft. Yep. When you can sit and listen to a turkey all day long and you start after time, you'll know that, oh, they're hungry. Oh, they're looking for other turkeys. Oh, they're doing this. They're, you know, and you can literally go, this sound means this. This sound means this. They do this then, you know, when you, you got a fighting purr, but then you have the 12 different types of sounds in a fighting purr, you know, things like it's dumbfounding how many sounds a turkey can make Mm -hmm. and until you spend that much time around them you really don't understand that it's not just cuts and clucks and purrs there is so much more to the vocalization on a turkey and when you compare that shit up and you go out to the woods you replicate your damn pet i mean i would sit here and literally watch her call in turkeys up into Mm -hmm. the food plot it's nuts and it's nuts. It's just being around them, man. It's just that it's it's just that education, you know. Yep. Yeah. It's so the same this with year, deer hunting. It's the same with so much shit. Oh well, if I could get away with having pet deer, I would. But <laughs> it's not legal in Virginia. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it would just start a little farm here, you know. That's but, that's uh, what it is. Yeah. So. Fuck but, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's been a good season, man. I would just been, dude. You've had an epic year. Not even a good seat. You've had an epic year. Connecticut is defeating me, and it always does until until this week. This week is normally my week. If it's gonna happen, I thought last week was gonna be. I think this is the week where I'll probably. I know that I got like three or four more days. I got tomorrow. Good hard hunting. What's tomorrow? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Those are my, that's, we'll call that my week. This is probably when I'll knock down a buck. I'll call it now. I'll, I'll find a buck this week. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm hoping, okay? Because a year ago today, I shot my buck here last year. So hopefully this week, these next couple of days. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all bets are off. Yep. The guns come out. So, yeah. I won't join the Orange Army yet tomorrow. I'm going to hunt hard. <laughs> we got some bow-only areas that we can get into, too. So, I'm fucking pumped, man. I, we've had some epic hunts this year. I really have. I've seen a decent amount of deer. Always seeing deer. Just not just not bucks, man. I, I fucking Saturday, we had hunted all day set with Seth, and the squirrel hunters came in, and they drove me out of my fucking tree. So, I had moved my stand to another piece of property and I um, was going to get set up and I go to set in my platform and I hear and I look over dude and there's a fucking nice buck a big eight pointer ten pointer and he's just bounding off and I'm like motherfucker dude if I had just done a, if I didn't go in as deep or if I was there 10 minutes earlier, I probably would have killed the deer, right? All these hindsight shit. Dude, if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> That's a t-shirt right there. If ifs and buts were, yeah, I like that. That's fucking awesome. And then, so then I was getting frustrated because I have been haunting my ass off since I've been home and like just no opportunities of a rose. This is how it happened in Ohio. 
fucking just opportunity after opportunity, just not rising to where they need to be. Little tiny four-corn buck comes by. Fucking eight yards right behind me. <laughs> I shot. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Fuck. <laughs> a bundo came in, too. Should have shot that fucker. <laughs> I didn't. Just out of posterity's sake, you I know. Just Keep it. the tradition alive. Well, I thought that the I thought that I had smoked a forkhorn. So when he had bounded off, he must have had like a limp in him, but I didn't realize it because he came up behind me and I didn't really see him come in. He was just there. He was just feeding. So I had just grabbed my bow, full draw, whack. Well, he had bounded off. And he was kind of limping. I see his left leg and his tail's fucking flickering, 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 flickering. And I'm like, bro, I smoked that thing. Smoked him. So I sat there and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll double up. And then, you know, on a decent buck or whatever, I got a lot of shit's going through my head at this time. I call my buddy. I'm like, I need some help. This is fucking far drag. I should have never shot this deer, but I need help. I get down and I look at the arrow. <laughs> you got a little kid. bit of uh, fat on there Fat Little hair I went right over his fucking I hit the top of his back Son of a bitch Eight yards 28 feet in the air And I don't know Just fucking I guess Just no drop at that point And um, Sucks Sucks So that's kind of like I needed that redemption When I shot the doe yesterday It was just kind of one of those things like Fuck it I need to do this. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's one of those things. And one thing I actually, I spent a lot of time working on that with Kim this year was steep angle shots from the stand. I practiced those shots a million times. That's the thing that pisses me off. Right. But, you know, when you practice it at 15 yards, a 20-yard pin is perfect. But at 8 yards, dude, you're shooting straight down. So... Just enough range. So technically, don't you have to use 30 yards? That works on flat 30 ground. 30-yard pin? That works on flat ground because your arrow is coming out of the rest and rising. And that's why you shoot lower. Well, when you're shooting straight down, that arrow doesn't rise. It's literally flying straight out. So you literally... So at that point, you literally have to use, you have to aim like four inches low, five yeah. inches low. Yeah. To hit contact. You're, you're, assume you're shooting at a target at four feet. So think when you're paper tuning a bow and you use your 20 yard pin, you're shooting a couple inches high because you haven't crested that arc. It's still coming out. So when you're shooting down at eight yards, it's like shooting at four feet. That arrow is still on that climb. So you're even higher dropping. than what you would be at 20. Right. So I know it, that. What the And fuck? if you're hunting turkey and you're on flat ground, yeah, that close, you better use a, tw- a 30 or 40 pin. Yeah, you crank it up. 30. You got to figure out what it climbing. is. climbing. You have to figure out what it is. So, like, you need to shoot something at – we do it at eight yards or seven yeah. yards when you, when you practice it. And then you put it, it's like, depending on the speed of the bow or the distance between your housing of your, what is it? The housing of your sight and your distance between your sight and your rest depends yeah. on where you need to be. So it could be 
25, it could be 30, 35, 40. Depends in your distance between the two of them. So, like, you need to practice that. But, yeah. We and do that's it what I'm saying. on 3D course, so we do that. Exactly. A yard shot or a seven yard shot. And that's because they give you those steep shots. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a chip shot. And then you friggin', you're in the eight. You six. blow your fuck. Yeah. Or you blow because up your you don't, you don't consider there's a complete change in freaking dynamics and how that arrow is going to fly coming out of that rest pointing straight down. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like right here, right now, my target is sitting under the stand at seven yards. You know, because I was showing the wife that you're literally shooting off the spine, but you're aiming at the belly. Mm-hmm. And you're going to come right in in that pocket. It feels weird. It sounds weird. It's stupid, but it's that's what happens. Now, once you get out there at 20 yards and your arrow has time to lay out of the rest, okay. But when you're that close, you're shooting straight down. That arrow has no up or down diversion. It's going in one direction. What's the same with a rifle? If, yeah. you, shoot, if you shoot something that's, say, 30 yards and your gun's sighted in for 100 yards, yeah, you have to You're going to shoot four inches high. Because the arc that comes out of the gun in... Right. And, and that's the thing is... Don't understand that. Until you shoot a lot, and that's why turkey season, this comes up a lot. People go, put your target at five yards and 10 yards and see where your arrow hits. Mm -hmm. So you know. You don't consider this for deer hunting because it's not often you have a five or an eight yard shot 27 feet up in a tree. So it happened to me one time. I fucking missed. Yeah. Well, I didn't miss. I just not yeah. fatal. And that's what I'm saying is I'm just glad either, it wasn't a big buck. You literally have to get a tree, set it up, and practice every scenario you can think of. I'm a big fan of 3D targets for this reason. Do you know who who was good for that? And we talked about it last week with Nico. Yeah. Was Chris Brackett. He was nasty at it. Yeah. That's all he fucking did, man. You would, he would literally take a 3D target, quarter and two, quarter and away, yeah. quarter and half quarter. And, like every shot that was possibly known to man, he would practice that fucking shot and how important it was. That show arrow flexion constantly. When he was practicing for bow fishing, he'd put a balloon under the water and he'd get on the diving board and he would shoot down at it. And it's so critical and so important that you practice these shots because yep. – those are the shots that you're going to take, man. You're going to make those shots. You need to practice them. It is very fucking important to practice them. And people wonder, you know, you see on, especially this is when you see the most of it, is on all these Facebook forums. These guys are like, oh, I shot this deer and I hit it here. What should I do? Well, hey, peckerhead, if you fucking practice the way you should have, you wouldn't have had that fucking problem and you would know how long it would take for you to go and recover that arrow. Right. Now they're having a problem. That's you know, the thing. I am I am adamant. Get a 3D target. I don't care if it is a $100 freaking, what do they call them, a trophy buck or whatever, boss mm-hmm. buck. Yep. Set it up under your stand. Build a little wooden platform with two pegs coming up that the stand can sit on. Take 20 shots at it at a steep quartering away. Sorry. And when you go down and collect your arrows, walk to the front of the deer and look at it and see where your arrows cross. You know, so if your deer's here, is your angle right where you're hitting vitals? Look at it and kind of follow that based on your distance and et cetera. And then look at it from the side and 
did my arrow hit vitals or was it back or was it before? You know, you have to practice that and don't just shoot and go. It hit where I was aiming. Look at the arrow. Did it go through vitals? If not, how do I need to shoot that angle? Mm-hmm. Try it again and figure out, okay, that's how I shoot it to hit the vitals. It's it's very important. It's, I mean, it's only going to make you better. You know what I'm saying? Like, And a lot of people don't understand that, and they don't do that. Right. Well, see, and here's one thing. I love watching people go out west because they oh, go out. Beast. Oh, here's a giant bull elk. The shoulder pocket on that thing's huge. I can just you know, put an arrow here, and it's done. And then they never find it. Well, yeah, it's a huge target, but guess what? You never practiced a steep quartering away or a sharp quartering two or a head-on shot, you know, where it goes from broadside, you have a 60% chance in the kill zone to, you know, 30% or 10% or dead on, you know, people don't practice the shot and it costs them. You have to, you have to, you have to practice. I mean, there's no questions about it. If you don't know your bow and you don't, you know, guys will say to us, you know, like, I can't believe you took that shot. I'm confident in my shot. I shoot my bow. I, I wouldn't know have let it fly does. if I wasn't confident. If I didn't know it wouldn't kill the animal, I wouldn't have shot it. Yep. Plain and simple. And that's the thing. That comes from – so this year alone, I'll say from January till now, I have shot around 9,000 arrows. Mm-hmm. And that's 3D, that's indoor, that is everything. I know my equipment. I know what the hell it's going to do. I know where it's going. I've practiced the shots. Yep. Thousands of shots on these freaking targets. Mm-hmm. I'm confident. But if you go out and shoot 40 arrows before a season and go, yep, I'm sighted in. Not gonna and work. then shot comes around and you lose a deer. Well, that's on you, dummy. Well, that's the thing. And we play games when we're playing. So we try hard things. We do hard. You know what I'm saying? So like deer season, I don't shoot much during deer season. It's pretty fucking, we're on the grind. Come after deer season when I'm working in the shop, I'll, I'll, I'll stop what I'm doing while I'm skinning deer heads or working in the shop. I'll go out and I'll shoot 10, 15, 20 shots, go back in for an hour, come out, shoot 10, 15 shots, go back in, shoot 10, do the same thing over and over. From then on, I'm not going to lie. I'm shooting. And then turkey season, during the summer, I shoot, when I get out of work, I shoot maybe 25, 30 shots, and then I go and I eat dinner and I go to bed. But I shoot my bow all the time. I live, my bow is in my hands. Every Sunday, I'm shooting 3D. I'm constantly fucking off. We go and shoot headshots. We fucking, I mean, like, dude, we yeah. fuck around. Like, you're not going to learn unless you shoot your bow. And, and that's my thing. I honestly, right now, I'm kind of jonesing and waiting. It's about that time, you know, we're a month and a half away, and I'm going to start shooting Vegas targets again. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait. If Pennsylvania wasn't closed, that would have been the kickoff. Mm-hmm. But hey, you, you got to, man. You, It's so crucial to be able to shoot quarter and, and and not even that, going back, and we talk about this all the time, the proper equipment and knowing and trusting your equipment. My broadhead, I know even if I shoot wrong that I can trust the fucking shot, plain and simple. 
shoot a quartering two, quartering away. Fucking shoot it in the fucking shoulder. Hit it in the shoulder, <laughs> what happens? Shit it goes 60 dies. yard and dies. That man. I mean, you just... It's so crucial, man. And you see it, and it's so heartbreaking. The people that say, like, oh, I was out searching for my deer for fucking three hours. I was right. out searching for my deer for six hours. Yeah, bad things happen. I get it. I understand it. It happens. Oh, but yeah. it shouldn't happen as much as it did if you didn't practice all the time. Guys with crossbows. I don't have a problem with crossbows. Make it perfectly fucking clear. I do have a problem with when I get a fucking trail cam picture and you're walking around the woods and the crossbow is on your back and you're walking through the laurels and the thing is on your back. You're not even carrying it regular. And now you're, it's just, it's too much. I can't, I just can't grasp my head around it. I just don't understand. Wait till rifle season. Stay the fuck out of the woods because now you have a bow, an implement that is not as fatal as a gun is. And now you're just flinging shit around the woods. Yep. It's not the guy who's hurt, who was die hard into it, went out and got a crossbow, can't pull back his bow and arrow, and now is out there hunting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I get it what it is, dude. My biggest buck in the biggest area, and I got three crossbow guys walking through there. I got a 170 on camera, and these fucking idiots are walking around the woods. Oh, don't get me going. Public don't even. Struggles, dude. Oh, That's my what it Lord. Is. It is well, what it is. Before we dive into, dive into all that and get too crazy on it, uh, probably ought to pull the choke here. And Yeah, I guess we talked about absolutely nothing and send everyone on their way. Yeah, we've kind of gone in a million circles and 12 rabbit holes. and We always do, man. <laughs> it's worth it. We always I just do. know we'd keep going for the next three hours. So Yeah, well... Um, before we end out, guys, just like we always say, just check us out. Go to the Outdoor Drive podcast website, theoutdoordrive.com. YouTube, subscribe, notification, all the good shit. If you're on iTunes, hit us with the five-star review. Share it with your friends. Tell your friends. And last but not least, please tag us in your harvest. Tag us in your trail cam pictures. Tag us. We want to see what you guys are doing. We honestly, truly do. Please tag us in it. We want to. We want to share it on our stories. Get you the glory that you deserve. And we also want to see it. We want to follow what you got going on. We really, truly, honestly do. So, sorry, Steve. Well said, brother. Can't have... Trev, I can't thank you enough for joining us on this show today. Hey, well, I'm it's been in here, all right? <laughs> so I'm tired. I keep yawning. I'm like, I'm all over the place. Oh, dude, I know you're you're wiped out. You've been going at it hard. Uh, my Ugh. life got stuck back to my regular work schedule, so not so much it. here. But it's is what it is, and we'll roll with it. And it was fun. It was good to catch up, and we'll definitely do more of it. We'll get the video posted soon on that most recent doe kill, so stay tuned for that. And we want to thank you guys. And as always, thanks for taking the ride right here on the Outdoor Drive. Outdoor.